Hello and welcome to another episode of Sounds Like Comics, the podcast devoted to all things comic books in movies and TV. I'm Luke. My co-host today is Jason. Welcome to the podcast. You've got me back. Power Rangers, man. It was always going to yeah. happen with <laughs> Power Rangers. <laughs> Today's topic, the Netflix one-hour special, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Once and Always. It stars David Youst, Walter E. Jones, Barbara Goodson, and others. This is your warning. We will be talking spoilers. So yeah, Power Rangers, we were always going to get back together and talk Power Rangers. It's been a while since you've been on Sounds Like Comics, so I do appreciate you coming back. Um, honestly, I don't know anybody else other than you that would be willing to come on and talk about Power Rangers. So I thought you were going to say, you don't know anyone else who actually watched this. <laughs> oh, well, I'm not. And that, to be honest, I've not, um, I don't think, yeah, I don't think anybody else I know has has watched this so yeah you were you were the perfect person to come on otherwise it's just you know, me you know, talking to myself you know my wife um she was she committed to watch it with me um now this isn't this isn't a long thing like i don't even know if we can really cause a movie this is a this is well, a netflix still. Thing. She, well <laughs> it is um, a netflix film the wife the wife passed out after 20 minutes <laughs> she was like this isn't good. If I fall asleep, please don't wake me. <laughs> she, was there, she was like, no, do not. Like, <laughs> That's interesting. I mean, you did say that you were going to be watching it with her. And okay. She did. Oh, my original intentions were yeah. like, I'll wait for you to go to bed. You know, like, I'm just asking, you know, like, when do I, when am I going to watch Power? And she was like, no, I'll watch it with you. Okay. Watch it now then. Let's I mean, it's now. 55 minutes. <laughs> she couldn't do it. <laughs> no, she, she could not do it. But we did. So we, we can we can talk about it. Ideas for a reunion special was conceptualized by David Yoast around 2021, where he had a script for a project with the working title Power Rangers Quantum Continuum. Bit of a mouthful. He pitched the idea to multiple networks, but revealed that the project itself was still in early stages. Yaus was not credited as a writer the final episode but we can at least credit him for getting it started at an unspecified date netflix secured the rights to a 30th anniversary special developed by hasbro based on the original mighty morphin power rangers series and if i'm honest that's why i'm here that's why i watched it because it was my era the first era of power rangers mighty morphin power rangers that started back in 93 i got to a point before you where i stopped but this is my era when i see things from later seasons or later series does nothing for me show me the megazord i'm there yeah <laughs> i mean yeah you, you said it. I, I went a little bit further with you i watched turbo I watched In Space, I watched Galaxy, and then I tapped out. And, you know, having watched those shows, and and again, like the Zordon era, this the continuity that was sort of started in Mighty Morphin, and yes, it has sort of continued, but really like that core story really did wrap up at the end of In Space, and then get, Lost Galaxy was sort of like a bit of an epilogue to it. There was still like strong con like connections and stuff, but pretty much started to delve into like, hey, fresh story. 
and some of the events and things that happened there and, and where certain characters like Rita and, you know, Zordon and then, you know, again, like other things that have happened, like the destruction of like the power coins, the the command center, all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, the trailers leading into it, I was like, I've got questions. How is stuff happening? Happy to say, like a lot of plot holes and a lot of um, the, everything's addressed. And if anything, it answers so many other plot holes about, you know, like other, you know, like crossover events where it's like, how does that version of that oh, character exist? And I'm like, oh, so there's stuff in this that really does fix a lot of stuff. Okay, well, that's... They're my, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're my positive points to kick off with. Oh, well, <laughs> as you were, I, I can, I can I, bring up positive points throughout. I've got good things to say. What I found out is that after watching it and then going online and doing prep for this, not all, but some of the Power Rangers fans, they're pretty intense, aren't they? <laughs> like, <they're, laughs> wow, it's like, I don't know. I was kind of, yeah, I was taken aback by some of the, yeah, some of the fandom and just how they've been responding to some of the people making the show that not the necessarily the cast but behind the scenes you know we've got the uh charlie hackskill as the director and producers i mean he's somebody that has done a lot of power majors isn't other things as well ash versus evil dead um he worked on those three seasons but mainly power rangers but what i've just been finding on social media yeah like certain People working on the show would come out in defense of certain things and then just getting criticized by fans. Anyway, that's, I guess, something I think, that happens for most things, whether it's Power Rangers, Marvel, they say it's just a thing. I think what people need to to know and understand with this, like with this project, I guess, uh, specifically, whether you've watched it or, or not, or you're intent to or, or something, um, like what you're watching here is, and I'm, I'm very... I'm very confident in saying like the concept and what they've actually put on screen. They're very much trying to capture the original show. And in saying that, I mean like in terms of like acting, like the script work, the dialogue and stuff, they're very, they're not trying to be like, Hey, here's a continuation, you know, 30 years later, but it's all very much advanced and, everything is polished and glossed up like a movie. It's it's almost as if this, it's almost as if the television series never ended, the quality never changed, and this is the next thing. So I guess when people are watching it, they need to kind of like give it a bit of a, a pass. So again, I don't know what people are like, like are angry about, but if, if it's just like, if it's essentially just like this is trash. I think it's like this and just the direction or the current direction of Power Rangers in general. I don't know. It's just, it again, not, of, all, little, not all fans. Kind of but, wrapping up and it's kind of getting a bit of a hard reboot. I mean, I guess soon. essentially, yeah, you know, it's and, and the reboot is going to be at Netflix. I mean, the thing is, like, if people wanted like a more expensive looking, grittier take on Power Rangers, they should have turned up for that movie, which is a good film. What was that, 2017 that came out there about? That was so long ago, wasn't it? Oh, my God. Was it that long ago? But that was... Yeah, I think it was... Yeah, something like that. I mean, yeah. That's, that's mad. But, yeah, I mean, look, in that movie, it, it took a 
it took too long to get to the Power Rangers stuff. But yeah, they, they spent a good time like with the characters and delving into them and making them like pretty real things. Like, yeah, there was oh, but then there was all the shit with the Krispy Kremes. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that, that, yeah, but it, it's a good film. It is a good film. But this though, the plot. After tragedy strikes, an unlikely young hero takes her rightful place among the Power Rangers to face off against the team's oldest arch nemesis. And that is the the daughter of Trini. And I've got to be honest, and it can happen with kids. To begin with, I found her extremely annoying, but by the end, I didn't. And it's nothing to do with Charlie Kirsch, who's playing Min, but to begin with, I don't, I, I don't know. She bothered me. She was very entitled. Right, she, right, she, she, she bothered me the whole way. <laughs> there was no redemption there. Oh, yeah, I felt, I felt redemption by the end. I mean, when, when you, I mean, again, jumping to the end, but when you've got the moment and she's trying to morph again, entitled. My mum was a ranger. Why is it not working for me? But then when Robo Rita blasts her and. Think she's dead, but she's not, and the and then the the morpher is activated, and then the showing clips of her mum. It's like, ah, oh, that really that got me, and and you know, a lot of the nostalgia of this gets you for the show, but also the characters and the actors, and there's certain moments for obvious reasons that you do you do feel that. I mean, Twee Trang who portrayed. Trini Kwan for all those years and seeing her again in this, it does pull at the heartstrings. So maybe that's what made me think, do you know what? This character's won me over. I like <laughs> Trini's daughter now. They manipulated you with the nostalgia and the memory and the and I was gonna say guilt, but I was like, we've got to be guilty about, but like I guess like the, the sadness that comes with with knowing that, that that actor has you know has died. Um <laughs> to win you over, to have that character win you over. I don't know. But you know what? I didn't want to start by talking about the Yellow Ranger. I wanted to start with the Blue Ranger. Like, as a kid, I mean, maybe it's because blue is my favourite colour, but I was just drawn to Billy. And it's so good having David Yoast. Like, it really is, for the most part, front and centre. And then it's a bit of a double act between him and Walter Jones and Zach Taylor, the Black Ranger. Because it's them two, really. And then you get other actors come back from later seasons. But of the original five Power Rangers, it is Zach and Billy. So it does make sense for them to be up front. But if you remember the show enough, Jason was always up front. It was always the other Rangers up front. But it makes sense. These guys have turned up. They take the center stage. It's sort of like, and obviously it's written into the plots of what's going on here, but we we do have like it is the original team of rangers jason kimberly tommy uh zach and billy like they're here and yeah i'm including tommy in the original but it, you know it does come along till later but they're here you, you just don't see tommy jason and kimberly you like they're kind of like because they're shrunk and then they're you know, they're in the the power range of form and then they're shrunk and they just see, but they reference them, they talk to them. You you essentially hear what could sound like their voice or whatever when they're as Power Rangers. You just don't see them in their human form. Um, so yeah, it's it's like in this continuity, it's like they're they're back as 
as their that team again. Obviously, if you go back to the Mighty Morphin like seasons, was it season two or, or whatever when you know they had that roster change where it's like Jason Trini and Zach stuff behind the scenes, money disputes, all that kind of stuff. They left the show. They were replaced by you know um, Adam, Aisha, and Rocky. That all happened, and then later on, Kimberly switched out with you know Cat. So and then you get into this and. It's it's a bit of a mixture. So we've got a bit of the the ones that came a little bit later. Still Marty Morphin, but came a little bit later. So it still counts. It's still, yeah, you know, it you is. Get, yeah, yeah, it still counts. It's it is still Marty Morphin. You know like what you were Adam saying? Adam and Aisha are, are in this, just not as Power Rangers. Yeah, well, not if, Rangers, different. It's, it's interesting. Capacity. Yeah, because they're if, in if it. You're talking, if you're talking Billy, like if if you look at the Marty Morphin seasons, he's actually the one character, the one actor that's there from the start. Yes, it, yeah. It does make sense that it would now be front and centre. You know, you were saying before about it looking like the show little, used to look. Little thing that they did. Because it's like a little bit later, and then obviously you had the switch out of the other ones. Kimberly disappeared. Billy's been there the whole time. You know, the, the three seasons of Mighty Morphin, and then also like the Alien Rangers little thing that they did. Billy's been there. He, he's been the longest... Run and one. He was there at the very beginning. He was there all the way at the end from like Alien Rangers. Even Tommy, he didn't come along until a little bit later. There was the whole switch out with the, you know, Dak, Jason, and Trini. And then even, you know, Kimberly disappeared. So like Billy's been there. He was like the longest running in terms of Mighty Morphin. So it kind of makes sense that he's front and center along with Zach. But, you know, yeah, it does. So, yeah. These guys really do get their moment in this special. And it's good to see that Zach still does hip hop keto when he fights. <laughs> that was, you know, that was pretty cool. And we get to see Billy with a blaster, you know, out of costume. You know, on that actually, the costumes, because you're saying that it looks like the show, the costumes look better. The costumes look so better oh, here I mean, because it's not that. A a it's, little bit of extra value, but it, yeah, it, I really liked. I really liked the costumes here. If I'm honest, it, you know, in the original, I'm just you know thinking about the Blue Ranger. It's almost like a metallic blue, like a shiny blue, where it's a lot more. I don't know, like a matte. It, yeah, the the costumes are looking good here, but then it's like whenever it looks quite good. It looks a bit crap as well. Like when the Rangers are shrunken down, they're just toys. Toys. <laughs> they, yeah, they're just toys with little CGI tentacles on them because you've got to, it's Robo Snizzard, isn't it? That's that's captured them. And then the other uh, villain working for Rita is Robo Mighty Minotaur. I mean, you know, I've, I've, yeah. <laughs> can I just say something on the villains whilst we're on it? Yeah. Look, I, okay. So I watched this when, you know, first landed on Netflix, first day I was there. Uh, it's obviously been a few days, maybe a week or so since. Uh, yeah, and, and now we're talking about it. I completely, I have no memory of the villains and who they are. Like, I know there were bad guys and stuff, and Robo Reader, of course. I have no idea. Like, I mean, they're just like, henchmen. They what they look like. I'm like, I yeah. got nothing. The henchmen. <laughs> My brain, one, nothing stuck. One takes the rangers. The other one is guarding the rangers. Rita makes one big. Then you've got big snizzard. The call on the Mega Drive. And interestingly, 
Not the Mega Drive. The, I did. The Megazord. <laughs> I'm just reliving the 90s. <laughs> but they call on the Megazord. And again, you know, I've not seen all of Power Rangers, but when you've got just two Rangers, Blue Ranger, Yellow Ranger, I'm like, huh, do you not need five? I always thought you needed five. But I guess that's some changes that maybe, I think, is it mentioned that Billy's made some changes or Alpha, somebody's done something, but it just seemed quite odd. Seeing just two rangers piloting it, like I feel like, I feel like you need because I always thought you did to make the big the to make the megazord. They kind of all come to. Do you know what? I where like I just went with it. Yeah, but there were instances in the show where like either a single or multiple rangers would actually leave the megazord and it would still be functioning. So. I guess like once it's combined, like you're all good. Oh, maybe. You so know, maybe I found it pretty I found it pretty humorous. You know, Billy, like, you know, again, front and center, he's piloting the Megazord. And rightly so, Min is like, How do you drive this thing? And he's like, Oh, you know, it'll come to you. It did me. I'm like, wow. <laughs> That's like Yeah. That's like, <laughs> like when you morph, like you just get like these abilities to just you just know what you're doing. Like, yeah. no training required. But again, but it's 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 it a is... fifty-five minute movie, but we need to keep things moving. <laughs> we haven't yeah, got time for the, it to be trained. On the Megazord, right? Look, it was it was a delight, sort of seeing the old Megazord again and again. You know, there's they they cover the plot hole of like, look, the Megazord, at least the Dino Megazord was destroyed. There's no way of getting them back. But then you know. Billy and his like Cranston tech is is like ah we've rebuilt them it's fantastic we've recreated power oh everything's covered sweet fantastic all plot holes filled it was really cool seeing them again and they recreated that sequence with updated sort of animation and effects and that looked pretty decent I'm like it looked all right and then you know when the the Zords are sort of coming together and then the Dino Megazord is sort of you know goes into both battle mode and then like the actual like fighting humanoid figure i'm like this looks cool like looks pretty pretty sharp but then there's just the actual fight between the megazord and the big is it snizzard or the other one or whatever the other big monster robo snizzard (laughs) now look sometimes when we're talking about movies and we're talking cgi and stuff yeah maybe like a marvel movie here or there we might be like oh you know i think that cgi was pretty questionable bit icky um like this was trash this was like absolutely horrendous garbage cgi to the point where it's like it like they were happy with this being the end result like it would have no i i would no i would i would say that the i mean i I see this whole special as a gift like you know 30 years in the (laughs) making like do you know what i mean it's something that they've done and it's for people like me and yourself, you know, that have stopped watching it, but we've still got nostalgia for what came before. And even with Netflix's backing, I do honestly think they've done as much as they could do. They've shown us as much as they could show. So, the, you know, they're leaning heavily on the nostalgia with, you know, bringing certain characters back. You've got, you know, emotional character beats, but it doesn't all work. Like, the, you know, some of the effects do look bad like you you're right I mean, look, but they've you could justify it and still be like oh look i'm glad we got what we got fantastic Thanks, but what i'm guys. trying to say is that look, much... at the end of the day, 
I'd much rather. Oh, were horrendous. It was. So and, do you know? I'll, I'll be honest with you. Right, I've seen it twice. I, I had a refresher today because I wanted to come in fresh. Mm. And yeah, the, when they're fighting on the moon, and you know, Megazord leaps over the top of Robo Snizzard. Yeah, I I get it. I really do. But at the same time, I thoroughly enjoyed it. As in a comparison, the, the Arrowverse, like even now. We've got the, what is it, the ninth and final season of The Flash. And there's still some moments when you've got The Flash in action and it's clearly a CG character. Like You can see the face. It is not an actor. It's CG. And I've always appreciated them just really going for it, even when they really can't perfectly pull it off. So whether it's Arrowverse or what we're getting here, much rather than just go big and try. It it worked for me. I mean, it wasn't a guy in a suit stumbling and falling and sparks coming off him, but I don't know. It worked for me. I, I liked it, but I do agree with you that the CG was pretty shocking at times. Again, look, there was a lot of joy in seeing the Megs. And again, like the sequence that they created of them coming out of the, you know, the mountains and the, all that kind of stuff. I was like, that's sick. Like, I was like, it's just like it was before, except now it's sort of updated. And it looked, and I think also because like you're getting that and it's just like, that looks pretty damn good. And then you just get this like, this like this blobby. I liked it. I'm, there you go. I said it. You forced my hand. I liked it. <laughs> I think that works okay. better than if they'd had, you know, because it, it used to be a guy in a suit. That was the Megazord. <laughs> was the and having thing. that on the moon, I don't know. I think they made I mean, the right choice. You know, what, what we should clarify and, and, and say here is, is that, like, look, besides, obviously, like, the Mighty Morphin movie and, uh, potentially, I think like the Turbo movie as well, and of course like the 2017 like reboot movie. This is besides those three things. Uh, this is the first like Power Rangers production that is all essentially I'll say American made, um, even though filmed in New Zealand, all that kind of jazz. But essentially all American made, so no Japanese footage. So they you know they they weren't repurposing anything like that. So everything I guess was made for this. Original content, <laughs> you know, with that with that in mind, right? Because yeah, I mean, that's how they did Power Rangers on the cheap back in the day. Like the action scenes, you know, in the costume, they had that footage already. But I'm going to use an example here. So we've got Steve Cardenas back as Rocky DeSantos, the second Red Ranger. Now, the guy is really stocky, you know. Muscle, whatever, like he's bigger than he was. He's just got a broad field, like he would. I know, but when he morphs, that's not him, (laughs) and it's all new footage. Like, could they not have tried to get someone with a similar build and just have this like bulky Red Ranger? Um, yeah, just like a hulked out Red Ranger, but it's really noticeable. The other actors, for the most part. You don't really, it's not as noticeable, it's not, but it is with him. And this isn't me being uh, nasty in any sort of way, but, um, you know, Catherine Sutherland, who plays, who plays Kat, I mean, even her, you know, like she, you know, she's, she's a mature woman now, like, yeah, you know, body a lot. She she obviously is a bit more 
busty than her Power Ranger counterpart. So even then, again, it's like she shrinks into her Power Ranger form. And again, good-looking gal, all that kind of stuff, wonderful things. Um, but again, like it's like they morph into something that looks different. But I mean, to justify that, I mean, the prime example is, um, you know, that that wonderful oh, what was that kid called? Repressed him. Uh, the kid from the Turbo series. Oh, damn, <laughs> Justin. <laughs> that is that is the worst like he, morph. He grows. I know he does. I hate it. Hey, it's it's metamorphosis. It's all honestly. I mean, it's clear what they were trying to do. Like, hey, we've got kids all over the world that want to be Power Rangers. Why don't we make one of the Rangers a kid? People will lose their minds as a kid watching it. I was a little bit older than a kid, like a young teen. Anyway, terrible, terrible. And Turbo, a Power Rangers movie, lies. But then again, this is a film. So they're free and loose with the term movie when it comes to Power Rangers. Yeah. You know, there's something that I didn't know because, again, I stopped watching, but you probably know this already, but what's confirmed in this film, and I got this offline, Kat is JJ's mother. JJ Oliver is the son of Tommy Oliver and Kat mm-hmm. and an SPD cadet who morphs into the SPD Green Dragon Ranger. Is that true? Um, but my knowledge of him is, I, I think the the JJ character appears in the comics. Oh, really? Uh, does it not appear in? Yeah. All oh, right, he's not something. I don't know. I haven't the watched show. the SPD show. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm asking. Yeah, I'm does. asking the wrong person. No, yeah. I only I watched up to Galaxy. <laughs> oh, okay. My my apologies. And when when, when I just yeah when I just asked you then is that true? It's like, it's like you're on trial. Sorry, I didn't mean to get that aggressive. Um, no, I did read. Okay. Read that the yeah the JJ character apparently features in like obviously it could be it could be the case that he features in 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 the show somewhere along the line. Um, but apparently yeah he does feature in the in the Boom comics, which uh, which is cool. I have read a lot of the Boom comics. I've not come across. I don't oh. know. I, yeah, but then I probably oh, look, read again, the first couple of years. Okay, but. It's something I found online in association with with this special, and apparently this special confirms that that's who JJ's parents are. So, oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. Well, that's it. And, look, and again, you, you can. There's like, even though you know, you know, uh, Jason David Frank doesn't appear in this show, and this was this was all happening before his his um his death and all that kind of stuff. So nothing to do with it, but um. You know, like what what this thing's doing is like they they have little moments like cat talking to the the Tommy you know the figure and being like oh Tommy and then just mentioning their son and it's sort of oh it's filling in some gaps it's expanding on the characters without having to really spell it out for you it's it's like okay cool things are addressed <laughs> okay well that's that's they're, they're the moments then that are confirming that yeah that's who yeah. That's who JJ is. I mean, it, this film does end with it being dedicated to uh, Jason David Frank and Tui Trang. So that was that was a nice way of ending it. And that's where the name of this special or the title of this special comes from. Once a ranger, always a ranger. It's a really good yeah. title. I do like well, that. The, the thing is, like, obviously this... 
you know, this like I said, it's very much like trying to be the the original show, and it like, and in doing that, you're getting all the corniness, the the cheesy dialogue, the you know, all of that stuff, the bad fight scenes. <laughs> like it is what it is. It's, we love it, but we also hate it. It's it's crazy. Um, so you know, the movie wraps up, um, and it's sort of like, oh man, that was that was that, I guess. But then. You know, it, it starts to play this little clip of the, you know, the the original six sitting at the at the youth center. It's a scene where, like, um, you know, like, uh, who's it? I think Billy's playing guitar, Kimberly's singing, um, and then it's sort of going around. And the oh, she, you know, the yeah, she, yeah, it's, it's it's Kimberly singing and playing guitar, and oh, then Zach, the guitar. yep, and then apparently that's an original song that Amy Jo Johnson herself wrote. And then gave because although she doesn't appear in this, she gave them permission to use that song, which again apparently she wrote like years ago, preached it in yeah. an earlier season. That's what we're seeing footage of. But then Zach goes and sits beside her, and then he's singing as well. Yeah, and like the camera lingers on Tommy for a little bit, and then it lingers on Trini for a little bit, and then that little dedication comes up. And I gotta say, I was almost there. It was like. I could shed a tear here. Like I it felt was, it. I was like, it, it was very, it was super, very well done. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It was extremely it was, well done. Like, it took us back, and then it sort of just took a moment to say, you know, for these guys, that's it. And again, you know, like you said, once and once a ranger, always a ranger. I'm getting choked up. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it, yeah. It, it, it was. It was a good way of ending it. And then we get the uh, the opening titles at the end. Because they just open the oh, movie, don't yes. they? The title card, and then it does yeah. then and now, which is a good way. You know, that's the thing, actually. Some people criticizing and how they look when they're morphing. And there's honestly so much of this happens where people will change it themselves, and in their mind, they've improved it. They'll upload it online and just say, fixed it. <laughs> it never looks better. So I quite <laughs> liked. You know, it, it, you know, they don't do it all the time. Like we get one where they're inside the morpher like they did in the show, but then every they can't do it every time because, again, film, not a TV episode of a TV show. So they can't keep showing it every time, but then they do fully show it at the end, which was really cool. And, oh, do you know what? The music, it never gets old, does it? And just like the show, this special, Ron Wasserman, He's back. He's the guy that composed the original theme song for Power Rangers. And I've got a Power Rangers album that I got 10, 20 years ago. And it's all these songs from Power Rangers, different iterations. And this guy is behind all those songs. He goes so hard with his Power Rangers music. And <laughs> it's so good getting it here. And, you know, just unnecessary explosions. I'll never get tired of that either. Power Rangers just running and then explosions. Love it. That was great. And, you know, like when this thing, I don't even know. I can't call it a movie. I just can't. But like when, I'll call it's it, a movie. When this movie, when this movie <laughs> opens, it was like, I was like, oh, I'm a little bit sad they, they aren't doing like opening credits. But of course, getting it at the end is is great. Recreating it. Well, and like, it felt like it, again, just cool. It was just like, yeah. And, you know, I guess like, and obviously I can I can hear that you know you had joy in 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 watching that sequence sort of happen, but it's like, I think that illustrates the audience for this. 
like this isn't for like you know like eight-year-old little jimmy you know who's a fan of power rangers now i mean i'm probably he might watch it and get some enjoyment out of it but it's for it's for us idiots who like watch power rangers yeah. as kids absolutely and i mean 30 years back yeah. this, and again we're watching it and in through our eyes we're going yeah this is corny this is cheesy this is goofy why is there an explosion there why are there sparks what is going on but that's what the show was. It works. But and you we're know what? experiencing it again and the music and all of that brings I, it. It all, all works. But, but I watched it again a second time today. And then it got to the moment where Min was going to morph for the first time. And then my girls came into the room and then they watched the rest of it with me. And then afterwards, <laughs> my youngest, age five, turned to me and said, I like the pink one. Like, yep. Cool. Yep, that's <laughs> Kimberly's better, but cat's okay, I guess. But yeah, she liked she liked the pink one. Oh, we do get Vulcan Skull. They are they are briefly seen on a billboard. Uh so they're running a company. Um, so they're obviously getting a bit of success, but they're never actually seen on screen. Both of like both of the actors and I get in, in turn, both the characters have appeared in the show. Like again, like I said, I've I've watched the odd episode here and there of some of the later series the seasons um and they i don't think they've come back together but it's like oh bulk will appear right. here or something and then all like skull will appear as this character it's like and then there's like the nephew of skull or some rubbish in like the samurai scene. Oh, i don't know can't keep track but <laughs> there's either yeah, like there's good to know story. that they're working they've got jobs and they're and on the board that's exciting and they're together <laughs> yeah. and they do still do the con circuit you know this was very much you know like it was advertised as you know a celebration you know 30th anniversary of mighty Morphin power rangers and potentially closing out that era before netflix starts anew but billy's looking for zordon and that's how robo rita came back in the first place you know you're all for it Again, you're you're not you're not too familiar with what happened at the end of space, but you know, Andros, the the Red Ranger, he he like destroyed Zordon's tube thingy, right? Which sent this energy wave, it's called the Z wave, of this goodness thing, turned all the bad. I have seen like, that. I've seen the good. villains turn good. The, 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 but, yeah. But what I was gonna say though, I thought this was gonna have a big bow on it, but no. Maybe. 35th anniversary, maybe 40th mm. anniversary. I've got a feeling. And, you know, there mainly has been a positive response to this online. And Netflix is going to be doing their own thing. But who's to say they don't have more anniversary specials? I, for one, would be very happy for that if they if they did. But this special, though, if you're going to rate it out of five. Um. Like it, it's a tough one because it's kind of crummy, but it also achieves, I think, what it needs to achieve. And and they, at the end of the day, they did the best they could with the actors that wanted to come back or could come back, and um, they had fun. I'm gonna be, I'm just gonna be wild and crazy and just give this a big fat three five. Like, <laughs> look, that's fun with it. It's it's not great, and it's not for everyone. But like again, for me, it's like it works. <laughs> Like, but, but like, yeah, it's so shit, but it's it's also so joyous at the same time. I was generally counting down the weeks, really looking forward to watching this. Made a point of waiting until my wife was in bed 
before I sat down, age 39, to watch Power Rangers. (laughs) And, oh, I loved it. I really, really did. And it's cheesy. And it's everything that I liked about Power Rangers, but there's certain things that they've modernized, which I liked, you know, the, the costumes, but then the characters, the actors coming back. I had so much fun with this. Watched it twice. I'll absolutely be watching it again. I'm going to come in with a crazy high score for this one. Four out of five. Four. Oh, Jesus. Mate, I really enjoyed it. I really, really, really enjoyed it. And I would be very happy if uh, if they if they make more. But um, but if not, I'll just keep watching this one. Yeah. Obviously, the, the story's still open. Billy's got a bit of a mission and he's going absolutely. back to Akbar. And yeah. Maybe I'm interested. On yet. Who knows? Even I'm not going to watch other Power Rangers, but I'm going to watch any more that we get in the same vein as this. I just watch some watch some good episodes from like space and stuff. Anyway. Well, that's it for our episode all about Magimorph and Power Rangers once and always. If you want to contact us about this episode or request a topic for an upcoming show, you can find us on Facebook as Sounds Like Comics Podcast. Jason, thanks for being on the show today. Yeah. <laughs> nah, all good. Man. <laughs> hey, if we do Power Rangers, you'll be back. Ah, uh, yes. As always, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. <laughs>